coming up on Unsound Advice. Okay. Destination birthday. All right. Do you, do you just do you get the whole thing or do you send out the invite to the place? Be like, hey, let's split things. How do you invite? I mean, I think that calling it a destination birthday made him sound like more of a jackass than mm-hmm. he's being. You know, what I'm hearing is he wants to take a trip for his birthday. I'd suggest you frame it that way. Make it perfectly clear to people that they may not buy you presents. Oh, yeah. Good call. You know, this is the like, present. I am absolutely hardlined, unavailable to receive yeah. gifts outside of your presence. And if you are that person who's like, oh, thanks for coming. You, you didn't get me anything. <laughs> you must have crazy rich friends or be an insane person. Yeah. Walk into the ocean. Right. There you go. Twice in the last month, I had to come pick her up from a guy's house drunk at 4.30 in the morning. Do I just assume he's not interested anymore? So I'm in my second marriage. My first one ended because my wife cheated on me and my second wife is starting to act in a similar way. Hey, Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi. Hey there. Um, I know you're a 12-step program person, so I was just wondering, how do you break up with a hairstylist? A bunch of my coworkers are really bad at their jobs. And I wanted to try, you know, bringing her back into my life. I'm just wondering if you had any guidance for me. Give me a strategy here. Where do I start? How do I even begin? And how do I stop eating cookies? Because I love cookies so much. Thanks a lot, Laura. You're the best. Hi, welcome to Unsound Advice with Laura Bites. I'm Laura Bites. Today's episode is special because this is the first episode we ever recorded when we were figuring out the show. Um, It's a little clunky. I'll be real honest with you right now. But it's a fun one. I really liked this one. Uh, We had my good friend and host of the podcast, Just Sayin' with Justin Martindale. Justin Martindale. He was gracious enough to be our first guest. Um, This was such a fun one, wasn't it, JP? It was. Uh, He was so... He was so, I mean, he went with everything we tried. We were testing yeah. him. We, were throwing a, we threw a lot at him. <laughs> and he, he was a great sport. And also, he just had great, I think, some of the point of views and advice he had were was, was fantastic. Yeah, it was awesome. We took uh, some really great calls. Uh, a guy called about his messy relationships, and we talked about how long to wait to have sex, laying out a dating plan. We talked about people reacting to our setting boundaries uh, in that same vein Someone called about bringing her mom back into her life. We talked about that. We talked, we gave advice on how to cook uh, and host a dinner party. We give some cooking secrets, which I didn't think were too bad, but I'm not a good cook. So maybe that is some unsound advice. Maybe. But at the same time, I think you gave some like good pointers for someone who's starting out. Thank you. Yeah. And um, we gave someone advice on throwing what he called a destination birthday. I'm going to bail him out and just call it <laughs> a birthday party. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But anyway, I hope you enjoy it. Here's my interview with Justin Martindale. New episodes of Unsound Advice will be available every Tuesday morning at unsoundadvicepod.com and wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. We want you to be a part of the show. If you'd like some Unsound Advice, send an email or a voice memo to lara at unsoundadvicepod.com. And don't worry, we won't use your name unless you really want us to for some reason. Let's get into it. This week's episode is brought to you by a good night's sleep. Get a good night's sleep. It's as important as diet and exercise, which is why I don't understand people waking up at 4 a.m. to work out. Stop doing that. It's bad for you. Go later, dude. Your traps can wait. Um, Okay. You know what I'm always surprised by is how long eight hours feels. 
Like when I sleep and I check my Fitbit and it says I've been asleep for eight hours, I feel like I have slept for two days. Uh, But I guess that's what we're aiming for. And I'm so grateful. Welcome to this episode. This week I have with me special guest Justin Martindale. Justin, thank you so much for joining me today. I am so thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me. And I love getting a good night's sleep as well. I do too. I also love your podcast, Just San. And um, Justin has a special coming out called Gay Bash. So thank Mm -hmm. you so much for being here with us today. <laughs> You're very welcome. Yeah, it's uh, uh, I'm thrilled to see you as always. And uh, I have been checking my sleep constantly um, because I have been doing Sober January. Oh, okay. And I'm three weeks in and I love water. Yeah. I can't get enough of it. <laughs> the flavor's great. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't miss booze at all. Oh, God. Um, no, but honestly, it's kind of, it's weird to see like how your body detoxes and stuff. And so like, I check my sleep every morning, like how I slept the, the bluest of rings. Yeah. It's so great. I'm like, wow, I had a deep sleep for five hours. Yeah. Usually I have like browns and reds and I'm like, that can't be good. Right. And now they're greens and blues. Oh, I see. Like five hours of REM, not a a full. Yeah. I was like, oh, a good night's sleep is more than five hours. Actually. I can't believe you didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I did did not. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my heart didn't stop in the middle of the night. Great. My line for when I, and I, I, I only check it sometimes. I, I check it if I feel like I slept for a long time or if I feel like I am tired. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I'm tired, I find it's usually under six hours. And when I feel incredibly like I've come out of a coma, it's usually eight or more. Oh yeah. And I'm waking up early like yeah. on my own free will. Yeah. I'm it's like, great. who's doing this every night? Are people getting eight hours Probably out there? Probably not. I don't think so. I feel like you're depressed I feel if like you're it, or doing you eight kids. hours a night. But what's the difference? No one's sleeping eight hours with kids. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm like, I'll, I'll yeah. take it. Yeah. I'll, I'll live it up. Yeah. This I, is caviar for me. I kind of can't. I mean, my body just will wake up and I get so excited for breakfast. It's the best part of my day. Really? Yep. I turn on the office. I do a puzzle. I eat my breakfast. Yeah. Wow. I prep it all the night before. So I just press that coffee button. <laughs> yep. I already have this stuff in the mug. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. I have my pancake butter uh, batter. Your pancake butter? My pancake batter <laughs> prepped and in the fridge. Uh, so I just take it out. I spray the pans down. Yeah. Get going. <laughs> I get going. I get going. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. So we give advice on this podcast. Has anything been bothering you that you'd like advice on uh, from me, which maybe is a different situation? You know, like if somebody's kind of like, I don't know, distant for, from me for a while. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to reach out to that person because then it makes me feel like I'm crazy. Like, why aren't you talking to me? Why haven't we spoken? And I'm just very easy to just kind of dismiss that or that person because of, you know, those feelings. Yeah. So it's like if I, if I see somebody and there have been times when I've like reached out to people and then, you know, I'll talk to them and it's like, oh, yeah, let's do this. And then it just falls flat. I'm just, it, it's exhausting. You know, I'm like, why am I going out of my way to like, you know, engage and try to build this friendship that clearly isn't happening? Yeah. I really relate to that. And friends have kind of always like come and gone Mm -hmm. from my life, like Mm -hmm. a flowing river, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm okay with that because people change so much. They do. That I don't, I do have some friends who have been stickers, you know, but I think that my 
oldest friend is from when I was in like my early 20s. Like yeah, I'm not same. someone where I'm like, I've been friends with this person since I was three. It's yeah. like, really? How have you maintained enough common ground from the time you were three? I yeah. mean, I guess my sister's my only person I've had, but that's not a friendship. That's a sibling. Right. And I feel like, especially comics where it's just like everyone's insane, <laughs> you know, you're yeah. dealing with egos and you're dealing with career and you're dealing with, you know, drama back and forth. It's just, it can be a little too much. So I've learned how to like, kind of just distance myself through all that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just feel, I just feel like sometimes I can come across as a little standoffish and stuff. And that's just how, that's just my defense mechanism. Yeah. Like if I see somebody in the hallway who I'm not talking to, why do I need to say like, Hey, how are you? You know what I mean? I just, yeah. I don't talk to you. <laughs> so I'm just going to walk by. I don't care. Right. Like well, I'm not trying to like make myself feel better and make myself feel like I am enjoying talking yeah. to you. And I don't need to validate your feelings of you knowing that I'm engaging with you. Yeah. And come off as standoffish to who? To a person you don't like and don't want to talk to? Like, or a that's person not... I haven't talked to in like X amount of years. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, what, now I'm choosing to say hello? Yeah. So that's yeah. just where I'm at. Yeah. I just, I don't stay in relationships that feel bad. And that applies to friendships too. Right. Like if it's not working, I let it not have worked. Yeah. And that's what you, you said that you were like, you know, people change and yeah. I'm all about that. I'm yeah. all about people growing and people changing and people finding themselves and whatever. But sometimes it just kind of like takes its course, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I don't want to be somebody's friend just because, you know, they, I feel some void for them. Right. You know, like, oh, we had such a great time back in the day. Why don't we do that again? And it's like, well, that is not in the present. Yeah. You know, if you want to like hang out and do something, then we can make plans, but. But I'll break them, baby. But yeah. I'll break them. Or like, what is this for? <laughs> Why are we doing right, this? Right. Yeah. Well, I think that's great. It sounds like you got a good head on your shoulders or like we have the same problem. I think so. And I think that's why we get along. <laughs> we're, like we're both defective in the same way. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a defect. I don't really either. I just think it's just like, I've been doing this for so long and I know how I grew up and I know my morals and my standards. Yeah. And I mean, that's not, I, I, and you know, I feel like I'm one of the nicest, most approachable people Yeah. and I just don't have time for bullshit, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. I feel like I do have friends where we don't talk anymore, but where if they needed me, I would be there for, for sure. For yeah. sure. Like if I got a phone call right now and it was like, Hey, I know we haven't talked in a while, but this is how I'm feeling. Yes, of course. I would engage in that conversation. I also have friends where we haven't talked in a while, but if they called me, I wouldn't be there for them. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, because I'll, I mean, I've ended friendships because I was feeling used. Mm-hmm. And where the friendship ended because I did the math and I was like, oh, this person never calls me mm -hmm. unless they're asking me mm -hmm. for something, never shows up at my house unless yep. they're crying. Yep, yep, yep. You know? And so it's like, then if they're asking me for something else, I'm like, no, we already 
did this. Yeah. I wish you the best. And that's yeah. okay. I don't have to fix everyone's life. I absolutely agree. It's like, I'm not here to like hold your hand into this like friendship and I'm not here to like make sure you're okay. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's kind of funny cause I have friends who have just talked so much about other people. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm not friends with them anymore. And guess who's going back to those friends who they've talked about for so long. Yeah. That person, you know, yeah, I just yeah. don't have time for that because it makes me go, okay, right. I got it. It's not me. I mean, I have like taken breaks from friendships and then the person has changed mm -hmm. and we've kind of found our way back to each other. And the things that bothered me about them before don't bother me anymore because like, frankly, they've done work on themselves. Yeah. And, and I so get they're it. not total energy vampires anymore. And they energy give something vampires. back to the friendship. Yeah. It, you know, I've ended friendships because I was like, this is taking a lot more energy from me than mm -hmm. I'm getting back from exactly. it. Yeah. That's a real thing. That's energy real vampires. Thing. Yeah. It's a lot of them. Or like you're like having to, you're, you're wanting to like talk to somebody about something serious or something exciting in your life. And the uh, reaction is not something you would want to hear. You know, you're like, oh, my God, my grandmother just died. And they're on their phone. And they're like, that is so funny. And you're like, that's not what I said. Oh. Like, How is that funny? <laughs> oh, sorry. I wasn't listening. I was checking my Instagram. Yeah. Or if someone, uh, this is one <laughs> where someone would like check in, be like, hey, how are you doing? And you're like, oh, I'm having a really hard time. You know, this that's is amazing. Happening. And they're like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, I just actually exactly. had this happen. It's like, you just wanted to tell me your yes. good thing. Yeah. You could have totally just hit me up and told me your good thing. I would have been delighted to hear it. Mm -hmm. But you did it like an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And so what I do is like that scenario plays out in my head. <laughs> I and hope I you go, lose your new job. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you about my new job. <laughs> and it, it gets into my head where I'm just like, am I the crazy person? Am yeah. I the asshole? You know, like, am I reaching too much for something that's not tangible, but yet I'm calling this person my friend? Yeah. So, yeah, it it it, it plays a loop in my head. And I get it. People grow. People get married. People have kids. People move. People have different lives. But, you know, I do agree in the sense of like you have your your true friends who have been with you through thick and thin. And then you have these people who just kind of show up for a sporadic period of time and, yeah, has, you know, go their own way, I guess. Absolutely. We have some people who have called in with some questions. Are you ready? For to, me? For, for us. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready to um, give some people some advice? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, okay, great. Let's hear that <laughs> first uh, message. Hi, Laura. Uh... I keep dating people who are complete messes and I don't stay in the relationship because they're a mess, but how do I know before I, before I get into the relationship? How do I, how do I find out so I don't start the relationship at all? Hmm. How I you, love this question. How do you find out before you start the relationship at all? So the old red flag. Yeah. Um... First Here, of all, don't have sex with this person on the first date. Oh, my gosh. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. What's your number of dates or do you just feel it out or how long do you wait to have sex with someone? Um, My current relationship, uh, we waited like mm -hmm. a month, I think. Yeah. And um, just because we were very talkative um, 
because he was just got out of an eight year relationship and I was jumping back into dating again because I, in 2021, lost somebody who was really, um, I don't know, like had a big part of my life, you know, and we weren't together, but we dated throughout the years and stuff. And then he passed away. But, um, yeah, so I was kind of like, well, I got to get back in, <laughs> into things. The, the bars are opening and got to go out and meet people. Um, but yeah, I feel like, how do you know if someone is a mess? Well, I just would like to echo what you said. I wait and, wait. I, and I do have a line. So I've been in a 12 step program around, um, sex and love stuff. Mm -hmm. And as part of my work in that, I created what's called a dating plan. And that's where I laid out ahead of time how far I was willing to go and when. So mm -hmm. for me, and this was trial and error, and I came up with my own with support, but I made the decisions three to five dates before kissing someone mm -hmm. or having physical contact beyond like a friendly hug or a handshake. Um, and 10 dates before there was the potential for sex because I would wait 10 dates to become exclusive with the person. Uh, and the reason that I did that was because once physical chemistry is involved, it can get confusing for, for sure. me and I can confuse chemistry for connection. Mm -hmm. And so that really gave me the space to figure out if I liked someone. Um, it gave them the space to show me who they were. And people do mm -hmm. with just that little bit of extra. I mean, waiting to the third date to kiss someone, waiting to the fifth date to kiss someone. And that's based on like how I feel. Like yeah. if I, if I felt ready on the third date, I would. Yeah. But it's also knowing but your I worth. I still can have my own boundaries. I was actually going to say that too. I was going to use that word boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries are very important. Yeah. Because I feel like, especially when you're dating somebody right off the bat, you've got that euphoria, you've got that bliss, you've got that like, oh, wow, this is so much fun, da, 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 da. and you want to go and do adventures and uh, let's go to Six Flags. You know, you're doing stuff that you haven't really, I don't know, maybe you go to Six Flags regularly. I don't know. Maybe you have a season pass. Oh, who am I? I do. I uh, do. That's me. You're <laughs> yeah, I wish me. I need one. Yeah. Uh, but like, you know, it's like you're, you're doing things like, to, to test what, you know, the other person likes or doesn't like. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like he says, this guy says that he has a lot of problems with messes. And I hate to be the devil's advocate here, but what if you're the mess? I knew you were going to say that. And I had that same thought. Yeah. And um, yeah, what came up for me also is what is a mess? Mm -hmm. Because they're just in my own work that I've done on myself, I found that I pushed people away prematurely um, and I was emotionally unavailable. So I was looking for reasons to judge people. Mm -hmm. And so I, I know that that's a possibility, a place to look. Maybe that's a place to look. And I also think that it's, this is coming from a guy. Mm -hmm. And so being a guy, I right. feel like, you know, maybe, uh, guys jump too, uh, too quickly where, where it becomes like, Oh, I, you know, I, I took this girl out for dinner and I had sex with her and now she won't leave me alone. Right. Wow. She's so clingy. What a mess. Right. You know? And I'm like, well, maybe like set those boundaries, like have those conversations and here's what my intentions are with you. And 
you know, right. because I feel like once you, you know, I know a lot of girls too, who think that that's how dating should go. Like, oh, I went out to dinner. I got to put out for now for, for him now. And yeah. you're just kind of like, no, 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 no. Because it's like, once they get it, they're gone. Yeah. And so, and that can become a little, um, tricky, especially if, I don't know how old this guy is, but you know, when women get older, when men get older, it's kind of like, okay, well, like, let's, let's get it going. Cause yeah. clock's ticking. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Let's see if it works. And if the physical chemistry works, we'll go from there. Yeah. And what's been helpful to me is reversing that. Yeah. And in setting boundaries, we find out how people react to us setting boundaries. Mm -hmm. And that's a big part of a relationship. Mm -hmm. My boyfriend and I, we still don't live together. Mm -hmm. and But we live three blocks away from each other, yeah. literally. And I'm just like, okay, I have my place. You have your place. If you want to have a night to yourself, go for it. If I'm out late doing shows or whatever, I can go back to my place and just chill out. Like it's, those are boundaries that we set up. So we're not like, you know, smothering each other. Yeah. So I think that's just kind of a really nice way to approach that time. Yeah. If you don't want to mess, take your time. Take your time. Yeah. I really enjoy having my own space. I think that's a, like the new norm. Yeah. Like if you have a, if you have like a big home or whatever, like have that bedroom, have that space. I mean, the queen of England did it. <laughs> she lived to be 96 <laughs> or whatever, yeah. you know, have your own space. I think, and a, I think a lot of modern couples are doing that too, where it's like taking your time to move in. Cause it's such a big thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and we've had that conversation where I'm just kind of like, he's like, you know, should we move in together? And I'm like, look, you haven't, he just got his, his place, like not even a year ago. Yeah. And I'm like, you got to make this your own place first. Right. Figure out what you want to do with your space before I move in all my shit and be like, all right, here I am. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're stuck, you know? Yeah. Um, and I've lived alone for five years now. And, you know, before that I didn't, I had roommates, I had, you know, uh, a, 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 a partner that I lived with and it's just, it's a lot. So yeah. I feel like once you can make that space and balance a relationship, good to go. Yeah. Here's a, I just thought of a, a phrase. If you don't want a mess, don't be afraid to miss. I think it's okay to miss someone. Oh, I like that. You know, miss missing someone is very healthy. Yeah. You know, because then it tells you what you want and what you want to get out of a relationship. And it makes you like, I hate to use the word need, but like, you know, need someone. I need you because I, I I want you in my presence because you make me feel happy. You make me, you know, uh, feel safe, you know, without being that like codependent. It's always great to miss someone because when they get back, you're just like, yay, there you are again. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like... Um going on the road, like you are a touring comedian, obviously, do you feel like that's good for your relationship? For sure. Yeah, I do. I like it. I do. I do. I do. Because it makes me really, um, reflect on how much I value this, Yeah, you know? And it is weird because, you know, you get, you know, your weird DMs and you know, people yeah. sending you shit so dumb. unsolicited yeah and you're just kind of like what are you doing i don't want to do this you know it's yeah and my... i'm not judging people who get on apps to hook up or whatever like yeah. hey whatever you want to do your 
do your thing. But I, 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 I'm not there. I don't want to do that anymore. No. What's crazy to me <clears throat> is I will spend half of my set talking about my boyfriend and saying that I love him. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I will get DMs afterwards. It's like, what, you called me stupid and you're not even going to let me take you out for a drink? It's oh. like, I spent half my set talking about my boyfriend. <laughs> And what I had someone then the next day after that say that from the audience. Mm-hmm. And I said, I spent, I've spent half my set talking about my boyfriend. Like, I don't know what these people are expecting. Well, you're missing out, Laura. You're I'm, missing out. Thank God. <laughs> you can't handle what I got. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You're right. I'm Ronnie Red Flags <laughs> Stevenson. <laughs> Ronnie Red Flags is such a fun character idea. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. All right, I got a question that you might actually be able to help out with. All right, birthday party. All right, I got a birthday coming up in April. It's a long ways away, but I like to plan. Okay? Destination birthday. You got me? Destination birthday. Where how do you how do you go about doing this when you're inviting people? All right. Do you do you just get the Airbnb? Do you get the whole thing and then ask people to take care of everything else? Or do you send out the invite to the place? Few options, be like, hey, let's split things. How do you invite? I guess it depends on the people. Give me a, give me a give me a strategy here. What's the best way to go about this? Thanks. <sighs> Your face <laughs> was just worth a million dollars. I was going through the whole scenario. Tell me where that took you. I'm glad you asked. I feel, first of all, it's April. I know. <laughs> that's in like three months. If that two months, what is, what, like, yeah, depending on, yeah, that's too soon. Yeah. Is this a milestone birthday? I don't you, think it is. Yeah, I feel not, like he would have no. said that. Oh, I'm turning 33. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm turning 38. All right. No. Is this a location, i.e. out of the United States? Because, no. I mean, I think that calling it a destination birthday made him sound like more of a jackass than mm-hmm. he's being. You know, what I'm hearing is he wants to take a trip for his birthday. I'd suggest you frame it that way. Yeah. I'd suggest you start calling it that now. And let um, them know. And let the, yeah, I'd like to take a trip to my, for my birthday. Yeah. And I feel like that's okay. I'm getting an Airbnb. Would love to have you join. People will offer to pay their share. Where are we going? Right. Is it Vegas? I want to go to Russia for my birthday. Perfect. We'd love for you Let's to come. Go. Okay, oh, yeah. I won't. I got this nice um, quaint cottage in Ukraine. That's going to be you Great. and your partner. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. People can say no. Just lay it out. Let them know what the deal is. Mm-hmm. No one's going to expect for you to pay for, you know, plane tickets. Yeah, but, but, it, they, if, but be prepared for them also not to want to pay for their plane tickets. Exactly. Because I feel like that's that's such a thing if you're like oh i'm gonna do this birthday in fiji be like have fun go fiji yourself i I won't be there (laughs) i'm not no i I, as much as i would love to do that no that's like honeymoon and some people might say that sounds really fun Mm -hmm. you know what 
I've been wanting to take a vacation for the longest time. I'd love to go to Fiji with you. Yeah. Some people would love, like if there's, if it's Mexico, yes, go to Cancun. Yeah. Go to, uh, uh, what else is there? Uh, uh, Puerto Vallarta. Like, you know, there's, there's, where's the destination? How far are we going? Because that is a test of friendship. You know what I did for my birthday, and this was not a milestone birthday. It was not important to me. Um, I invited people to Six Flags. Come if you can. If you like roller coasters, don't if you can't or you don't want to. It ended up being me, my boyfriend, one friend, and my hairstylist and her husband. We had a blast. Mm -hmm. I didn't care. We're of an age where a lot of people get sick on roller coasters. Our bodies can't handle what they once could. That's fine. And some people just didn't feel like it. It's in Santa Clarita. Mm -hmm. It was a work day. (laughs) And just not wanting to is also fine. I think that that's part of being an adult is like you can do whatever you want for your birthday. Don't expect anybody else. It's my special day. (laughs) (laughs) Right. No, you get a special day every 10 years now. I think, yeah, I feel a destination wedding is or destination wedding. See, I said wedding birthday. That's because that's the only context in which anyone's ever said destination before an event. A destination you birthday. Gotta, you gotta never call it that again. I think that that's the beginning and the end of the advice, really, is yeah. just stop saying that. But also, why does it have to be a birthday? Just take a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me and my friends want to take a trip. Oh, it's is it is it going to be actually on your actual birthday? Like, what day of the week does that fall under? Yeah. If it's a weekday, hey, I might have to work. I can't make it. And then you're going to be like, oh, my friends didn't come to my birthday. Bora Bora for my birthday. <laughs> what assholes. I'm never talking to them again. <laughs> like, okay. Didn't get a nanny. Say if there is like a, like a, if, if people are on board, what, what do you think is the maximum saying that not everybody has sky miles? You know, yeah. what, what's, what's the rate? What should you not go over saying to like buy a plane ticket for somebody? I mean, I think that that just is up to the airlines. Yeah. You know? Because then you're dealing with delays. I'll tell you what. Passports. Make it perfectly clear to people that they may not buy you presents. Oh, yeah. Good call. You know? This is the present. I am absolutely hardlined, unavailable to receive gifts outside of your presence. And if you are that person who's like, oh, thanks for coming. You you didn't get me anything? (laughs) You must have crazy rich friends or be an insane person. Yeah. Walk into the ocean. Right. There you go. There you have it. I feel like that's a good place to stop. Happy birthday. (laughs) Walk into the ocean. (laughs) Happy birthday. All right. Should we do another one? Let's do another one. I have time. All right. Hey there. Um, I know you're a 12-step program person, so I was just wondering if you could help me. I uh, went no contact with my mom for the past year, um, and I wanted to try, you know, bringing her back into my life, but I'm worried, you know, she's going to just go back to old behavior and violating boundaries. So I'm just wondering if you had any guidance for me um, in, you know, reestablishing contact with someone who I haven't been speaking to for a year, uh, who has issues with boundaries. Uh, and, you know, are there any like conversations that I should have, you know, this is kind of uncharted waters for me. So I was hoping you could help me. Thanks a lot, Laura. You're the best. Bye. How we've come full circle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I feel like this is what we were talking about at the beginning. Yeah. It's different though with your it's parents. It's a mom. It's a mom. You got one of those. It's a mom. Friends, yeah. you can, I mean, yeah, you can't <clears throat> flow your mom like a river because then she's gone and that was your mom. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's hard. I mean, I don't know if this person has siblings or, you know, what the relationship with the siblings is. It's different if it's like an only child. But I mean, I feel like, you know, you're, when your parents get older, it's, it is a little difficult. Um, it sounds like she had like a falling out. Is that what she said? That's what I'm hearing. I think when people choose to go no contact with a parent, it's because nothing else has worked. And in my experience, it's yeah. because there's been some trauma and it just, they have, you know, what I heard from this person is she set boundaries. Her mom didn't respect the boundaries. Her behavior continually hurt her. Mm -hmm. And so she stepped back and I've had that experience, um, with my mom. We've never, we haven't gone no contact, Yeah, but I used to talk to her every day after she was diagnosed with cancer. I was calling her every day. And then I found that I had to bump that back to once a week. And so right now that's what feels good to me. And she yeah. didn't like it at all. And she made that perfectly clear for a very long time. She's gotten used to it. You know, I'll still hear a comment here or there and that's fine. Um, but we talk once a week and that's what feels good to me. Um, one thing that I hear from people so much, and it kind of drives me nuts, is people are just like, well, your parents are only going to be around for so long, and you're going to wish you had spent more time with them. My dad died 12 years ago, and I should have gone no contact with him when I turned 18. Wow. And I see that now. And there's no <clears throat> part of me that's like, I should have spent more time with him. I'm like, that was really, really painful. Yeah. And I didn't deserve that. And I shouldn't have made myself available mm -hmm. for it for so long. Mm -hmm. Um so I think it's kind of about finding out what is going to keep you safe and hurt you the least. Yeah. It would really hurt me to be no contact with my mom. That is not what would make me happy. Yeah. Does she say things that I don't like? Of course. But um, but yeah, so I think it's just about finding that balance. I've gone no contact with my parents uh, before <clears throat> my... Um, both of my fathers, I have two dads. I have my biological father and my stepfather. I've gone no contact with them um, just because uh, they don't like me because I'm gay. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like, all right, bye. Yeah. I don't have anything to say to you. Yeah. And it just kind of shows me that you are, you know, you're not there. And that's not something that I want in my life. And it's okay, you know. I can be cordial around. I mean, I don't talk to my biological father at all. Um, his loss. Um, my stepdad and I, 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 you know, I saw him over the holidays and, uh, you know, he's just like, so, you know, what's going on? Are you still doing stand up? And I'm like, Oh God, <laughs> you don't know me at all. <laughs> and then, uh, my mom and I have gone, uh, uh, quiet a couple times just because it stresses me out. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, I, I, she's, she's gone on contact with several of my siblings just because my sister, you know, she's got a family and it's like, you know, you want your parents to be well. And I'm, I'm the same thing. I'm like a once a week. I used to be like an every day, every other day, yeah. but it's like, now I'm like, you know, I'm an adult. I'm trying to do my stuff. I can't, 
I, you're in another state, you know, it's like, oh, well, I'm going to do this. I need help. I've got to do this and this. And it's just, it can just be so overbearing. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, 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 I try to be there as much as I can, but as if, if, if you've uh, like what you're saying, if there's trauma involved, I, I don't know how to answer that because I mean, I don't, we don't know what the trauma is. And I don't know if this is like, I need to get what, like, why do you need to get in contact with this person? Right. I think that that's a very good question for mm -hmm. our listener to ask. Is herself. it just a guilty conscience? Is it right. just like, you know, uh, I mean, and also there's ways you don't have to talk text. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you can dip your toe back in and See how the water is. Mm -hmm. See how it feels. And that's easy. She may go back to her old behavior. She yeah. may not have changed. That's yeah. very, very likely, in yeah. fact. And if it hurts you again, take your hand off the stove again. Yeah. I mean, you need I, that hand to cook. Right. You know? <laughs> and I mean, you can keep resetting those boundaries and seeing what happens. One thing that I have experienced is um, my mom making me feel bad for telling her when she's hurt my feelings. And mm -hmm. so that's something that I watch out for. Yeah. Um, it's not valid to say that someone is hurting your feelings because they're telling you that they've hurt your feelings. I don't, did I get those words? Yes, I think, right? you're, yes, because I've been in the same boat. And I've actually had my siblings help me through this because I'm very, you know, I'm the first born, uh, you know, so I'm the eldest son, you know, and it's like, you know, I want to be there for my, my parents, but at the same time, they're adults as well, you know, and if, if, if I get a text or a phone call and it's like, well, this is what's going on. I look at my siblings and I'm like, what the hell did, what, what are you guys doing? You know? And they're like, yeah. that's not what's happening at all. So I'm just kind of like, oh. And so my sister's kind of like helped me navigate around that. Cause now I'm seeing the behavior, which I haven't been used to. Yeah. Um, and I know how to end the conversation now. I know when to pick up the conversation. Yeah. I know when to be available Yes, because it's, it's, it's very that what you were saying, like, Oh, this is how I feel today. X, Y, Z. Well, let me tell you what's going on with me. It's right. that same behavior we were talking about at the beginning. Right. Where it's just like, okay, well, let's make this about you. I'm so glad that you just said, I know how to end the call. Mm -hmm. That's huge. Yeah. And that's been a big part of me feeling safe on the phone with my mom. And yeah. that's what someone had to tell me. You can hang up. Mm -hmm. You have permission to hang up at any time. It happens. It happens often. Where my and and it in a way it's kind of that's where the conversation ends. That's how I know it's time. Is my mom will say something and I'm like, well, okay, this that's was gonna do it for me. Uh -huh. I gotta get going. Yeah, uh, I love you. I'll talk to you. I'll well, talk to you next week. Have a great week. And I you think know? that's such an interesting thing too because I feel like parents, not e not even just parents. I'm just saying other adults at this point, regardless if they're uh, your blood or not. It's just kind of like. Some people want to affect whoever's on the other line and make them feel how they're feeling. Mm -hmm. Like, this is how I'm feeling. So you should feel this way too. I also want to be honest. I am not a perfect person. And I have 
done it before where I made a mistake. And when we got off the phone, I realized I was reacting Mm -hmm. and that wasn't about her. She Mm -hmm. didn't really do anything (laughs) that warranted that reaction. And I don't feel good about ending the call in that place. And I've called her back and I've been like, you know, I'm sorry. I'm a little irritable right now. Yeah. Could we try again? I've Could done we that talk? too. Could we keep talking? And we've had like a nice like 15, 20 minute call after that just because I was like, oh, I'm, I was being a crab apple, yeah. you know? And sometimes that's how I feel. And I feel like that's kind of what, you know, family kind of takes the blunt, the, the blunt end of it where it's just kind of like, um, you kind of get pushed, Yeah, you know, and they're like, the the you know I've had convers I've had the same conversations, z yeah with with family members where I'm just like okay like well then like shit or get off the pot what do you like we've had this discussion so many times yeah so like what's the what's the resolution what's the end game here yeah um but yeah I do feel I agree like test the waters maybe a text like hey you're on my mind just hoping you're having a good day and just leave it at that right. Um, but I don't think you should be afraid of your own family member, <laughs> but un- yeah. unless, unless there is reason to be. Yeah. My mom and I, and this is because this feels okay to me. We can text outside of our call times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I want, she is in Florida right now. I wanted to know she'd made it there safe, you know? So exactly. we talked, She we talked while she was traveling. She's been updating me about her trip. She's excited. She's having a good time. And that's okay. Um, and I know some people where like what feels safe for them is a phone call on Christmas uh-huh. or a father's day card sure. and they, and they leave it there. Um, but I really wish our listener the best with this. Uh, I've saved so much money on father's day cards. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be 12 bucks. I've saved by now. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you to Justin Martindale for joining us. Mm -hmm. You can check his podcast out, Just Saying with Justin Martindale. It's hilarious. It's so much fun. I love your podcast. Thank you. And he has a new special coming out called Gay Bash. Before we go, I'd like to recommend a podcast I've been listening to. Tune into comedian Nikki Glaser's fun, brutally honest look into current pop culture and her own personal life. Check out the Nikki Glaser podcast. It's available on iHeartRadio. You can watch it on YouTube. And you can go to NikkiGlazer.com. There are a lot of great comics on tour right now. One of my favorites is Fortune Feemster. She's doing the Live, Laugh, Love tour. She's on the road through November. For cities and dates, visit FortuneFeemster.com. This was really fun. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Wow.